You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 215 with Christina Bentel. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Christina back on the show today. This is the last episode of Keeping Your Sanity during the holiday series. So if you missed the other episodes, make sure to check those out and also share this with your friends. Um, I'm just super excited to have her on the show today because we are going to talk about reducing stress. Also, with the pandemic, um, I've seen over and over again that reports are saying that suicide is super high because of just being quarantined and going through a pandemic and people feeling isolated and kind of feeling helpless and all this kind of stuff. And uh, Christina is a suicide attempt survivor. And so I thought this would be really great to have her on the show um, because if you know someone or if you are feeling like you're having a really hard time, um, I hope this brings a little bit of hope to you and encouragement and to know that you're not alone and that um, people have gone through this and come through the other side. And I hope it just gives you some encouragement and, um, you know, just listening to her story, I hope that it uplifts you. Um, so make sure to send this to someone if you know if they're struggling or having a really hard time. I think this episode would be great for them. Um, but, you know, as we go through the holidays, I feel like stress is just super high. And then you have COVID and everything like that. Um, people are just having a really challenging time right now um, with all the rules, restrictions, limitations, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I wanted... I wanted to have her on the show today to just try to help us figure out how we can reduce the stress so that we can control what we can control and um, and just go into this holiday season um, feeling the best that we can. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Okay, you guys, you know that I love the Enneagram. So if you've heard me talk about this before, uh, for my favorite things, um, I talk about uh, the Enneagram courses that Beth McCord provides. She's called the Enneagram Coach, or your Enneagram Coach, I should say. And she's doing a holiday sale from November 22nd to November 30th. I would hop on this. If you are looking for a unique gift, um, you're looking for a gift that's not going to clutter the house because we all know we have been in quarantine or just at home and we have stuff everywhere. Well, at least I do. So I don't know if you guys have a really um, clean house that everything's put away. Ugh. I wish. I really wish that was my situation. It's not. Anyway. Um, okay. So the holiday sale, these are these are the deals that are going on right now. There is something called the Relationship Growth Bundle. And this includes Becoming Us course, which I have talked about. Um, it's $150. It is normally $299. Also, there is a course called the Personal Growth Bundle, which includes Exploring You course. Um, this is only $75. It is normally $149. And then there is the Enneagram Starter Bundle. And um, this includes the Discovering You course. And this is only $25, normally $49. So I just want to throw that out there. If you guys are looking for unique gifts and you want something fun, and maybe you want to do this with someone, especially the Relationship Growth Bundle, I would grab your significant other and do this together, especially if you don't want to clutter the house or you want to buy something for someone and you don't want to clutter their house. And you're just thinking, what can I give them? Like, what can they really benefit from? That's just not going to be put in a cupboard or whatever, but they can, you know, grow from this, learn more about themselves. This is the perfect gift. So I'm going to put this all in the show notes. But like I've mentioned before, I would highly recommend subscribing to the Mom's 
fired show email list. That way it's in your inbox every week. You don't have to go searching for it. We all know that we don't have that much time. So you only get one email from me every week with a new episode. That way you remember, hey, oh, new episode has aired. And then you also have my favorite things right in that email as well. I don't bombard you with emails. Um, so if you haven't done that already, go to mominspiredshow.com, enter your name and email. That way all the stuff will be at your fingertips. Um, and then that way you don't have to go looking for it again, but make sure to go grab these links if you want this deal. Again, it ends November 30th. All right, you guys, I really hope you enjoy this show. Let's get to it. Hey, Christina, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Yeah, Amber, thanks so much for having me. Okay, so I had you on not that long ago. And so I asked you about my traditional icebreaker on travel. So I'm going to change it up a little bit since you were just on. Um, where do you really want to go? Um, kind of when, you know, COVID calms down a little bit, and we can kind of go back to a little bit of what we're used to. Yeah, um, we've been thinking about this one a lot because we definitely have the travel bug and that has not changed. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing about being here in Hawaii, we've started to think like, where could we fly that we wouldn't normally think about flying before? <laughs> so yeah, we actually are thinking about Australia next. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. So yeah. When I was younger, um, my dad worked for Ford. He was a car designer and um, we lived in Australia and oh. for a year and Australia was our, our, Hawaii was our stopping point. So oh. um, we stayed there for a week to kind of break it up. Um, so mm -hmm. it wasn't so long because my brother and sister, um, they were two and four. Okay. Think about how long mm -hmm. that flight is. Um, and oh, yeah. yeah, I am 10. So there, we have a big age gap. And so, um, yeah, so that was really, um, crazy. So my mom was like, okay, let's, let, let's break this up. Um, <laughs> so you already starting at Hawaii is like yeah. so much more ahead of things. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so, the reason why we started thinking about the, you know, yeah. from the Midwest, you know, yes. there, there are a lot right. of places. That's where we came, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So we started thinking like, Wow, that's a much shorter trip. Yes, we should do that sooner. you totally should. Yeah, once COVID's done, because obviously Australia yeah, is not yeah. letting people in and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, that will be fun. And then mm -hmm. you could RV there. Well, it'll be on the other side of the road. So I'm not sure if you yeah. want to do that. But um, <laughs> okay. So really quick for those of you that missed Christina on um, on the show where I did a two part episode um, of her talking about um, full time RV living. It's episode two oh seven and two oh eight. So make sure to check that out after this episode if you want. Um, but for those that missed that episode, how about you share with us um, a little bit about yourself? So your name, where you live, and this will make sense because we were talking about how you can get to Australia <laughs> quicker. And how many kids you have and their ages. So my name is Christina Bentel. I am currently in uh, Maui, Hawaii, and I have one daughter. Her name is Tessa, and she's three and a half years old. Yeah. So this is why we're talking about it's easier to get to Australia, obviously from Maui. Um, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about something completely different than when um, we talked about the RV living. And um, mm -hmm. we're just going to talk about reducing stress and living on purpose. And I wanted to talk about this because as we head into the holidays, this will really come in handy because um, I just feel like 
moms especially just kind of go bonkers. Like, I don't know what it is in us. You know, I don't feel like men really feel this. I think they're always like, oh my gosh, who really cares about A, B, C, or D? And we're like, it's everything, you know? And um, and so we can all get really super stressed out. So um, before we kind of jump into this, how about you first share with us how you got to where you are today uh, with with helping, li- uh, oh my, I'm tripping over my words, with helping <laughs> women live their best lives. Yeah, so uh, it's, goes back for a long time. I actually am a suicide attempt survivor and I struggled for a long time with anxiety and depression. So I was one of those people who went into the holidays, just a wreck. And I didn't know anything about reducing stress, let alone, you know, getting my thoughts together. So, um, you know, I ended up hospitalized and it, it changed my life. It saved my life in so many different ways, but primarily it gave me the tools to understand how I could think differently. And like you said, live a life on purpose instead of feeling like everything's just coming at me and I'm just reacting to it because for so long, I just reacted to it. So it really shifted shifted how I went about life. And it, it took a long time to heal in the sense of letting go of some old trauma that had happened and tragedy and grief and stuff that had a lot of baggage that I was carrying with me. And it was so heavy. And I finally, over the years, learned how to, to let go Mm. of that. And by no means am I totally stress-free and anxiety-free, but right. I, I I deal with it in a much more healthy way and in a much better way so that I can do the things that I enjoy in life without, without feeling like I want to bang my head against the wall <laughs> without feeling stuck. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been in the marketing field for a long time and I, I had made the decision uh, about five years ago that I wanted to help people. And that's when I started volunteering. I started mm. uh, doing some local programs and volunteering to help coach people in professional development. And it was kind of a, my own professional development, a way of like leadership and uh, putting myself out there because I've been, as an introvert, I really struggled with that, but I knew that I wanted to help people. So the, to answer your question about how I got to where I'm at today in the sense of coaching women it, it's it's been a transition over years, but I would say really the past five years of figuring it out. So how do I get paid to do this? How do I put together a business? How do I serve people? How do I lead people? What do I teach them? Um, it, it's It's been learning how to show up as myself, mm. but then there's been some business pieces to it. Um, I, I've hired business coaches to help me. Yeah to help me continue learning. And it's not easy. You know, it's, it's one of those things where so often, um, Amber, we had talked about this a little before you, mm-hmm. you see people that are successful and you see people mm-hmm. that are out there and you think, Oh my gosh, I can never get there. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you think to yourself, like, that's just too hard. I, I, that's just not for me. And I just want you to know that if you're willing to, to take those steps forward, you can make anything come true. You just have to be willing to take the steps to get there. And and it's, it's not going to be, uh, overnight because it's not overnight for anybody, but, and that was true for me too. You know, where I'm at now, I feel very successful. I feel very happy with where I'm at. It was a journey to get here, but it was an amazing journey. And I'm, I'm so thankful to be able to do what I do today. Yeah. I'm going to focus a little bit on the business part of it, just in case people are really trying to figure out like a side hustle or they're just wanting to change gear, especially with COVID. I feel like that has, you know, caused people to pivot a little bit. Um, What would you say helped you the most with getting clients? So let me preface by saying this is exactly what I help with. And that's what I love (laughs) because, um, 
I help women figure out what is that transition? What do you want to do? Uh, you know, you, you're reevaluating things. How, how do you figure out how to take that next step in your career and your life so that it all aligns better? Yeah. So to, to get clients, one of the things that I do, um, I have a Facebook group mm. that I, I talk to people and we, um, you know, we, that's a place where people have access to me. Yeah. And if we decide to work together, we can. So Facebook groups are really important. Um, I, I do some social media, but a lot of what I do is organic in the sense of creating conversations and just making sure that I'm putting myself out there. Um, I do some um, PR stuff. So in the sense of writing articles for mm. online publications so I can get my name out there, coming yeah. on podcasts, being interviewed. So it's a lot of right now about getting your name out there and just... Um, being part of the conversations. Yeah. One of the the hardest things I think about getting clients nowadays, and and this is hard, especially when you're starting out, is figuring out well, where do you go. It, it's it has to be a balance of push and pull. And I think so often, if you're starting a business and you're thinking about starting a business, you want to push, 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 and buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So so often on LinkedIn, it, it drives me crazy that you're getting sales pitches right away. Yeah, right. And people are jumping into your inbox and saying, well, hey, come buy this. It, it, it's more about relationship building nowadays. So social selling is something that is hugely important and hugely growing now, especially with so many people being at home. It's, and social sell, selling is about building the relationship and then seeing how you might serve somebody, how you might help them. And mm. this can apply to any business. Yeah. I came from the marketing world, so I can tell you this applies to any business. How can you fill a gap? How can you fill a need that this person might have? And it's not about just coming in and saying, buy this. It's about understanding what their pain is and how your solution can fit that pain and then making an offer. Yeah, I like that. And the reason why I ask that, because, you know, we are talking about, you know, what you really focus on in coaching and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I do try to talk about this stuff because, you know, I'm all about, you know, helping women figure out what they want to do with their lives. And, you know, they may want to change directions and all that kind of stuff. So when I do yeah. have someone come on, I do like picking their brain, um, even if it's slightly off topic of what we're talking about, because some people may never have a chance to talk to somebody who's in those shoes. And so I try yeah. to always use the interview as an opportunity to someone who may not have access to that. And um, so, you know, you may just be talking to somebody who really needed to hear that. And I know as moms, especially, mm -hmm. and women in general, it is really hard to push yourself, like to sell yourself. And so I feel yeah. like it's really good to hear other women, other moms out there mm -hmm. making things happen. And um, so I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, I could talk about that kind of stuff for a very long time. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do want to jump into this, um, because this is so important. Um, and um, one thing that I wanted to ask you is about, um, you know, your suicide attempt, if someone was listening, and they're really thinking about this and really struggling yeah. with it, what would you like to say to them right now? It will be okay. Mm. it will be okay. Yeah. Find support, find the resources. You know, mm. one of the hardest things when you're in depression or a deep depression is um, that feeling of alone. Like mm -hmm. nobody understands the, the depth of pain. And I just, I have goosebumps even thinking about it, but I've been there and you mm. will be okay. Mm. You can come back from this and 
it's about finding the right balance for you. So, you know, for me, that was a, a combination of medication and mindfulness and um, mm. support. Yeah. So even if you feel like that brain fog and you're just, even if it's a mild depression and you're kind mm. of in this place where you're just, you're just struggling to get by each day. Mm. Yeah. Um, one of the key things that helped me in the beginning of healing was one thing at a time. What's one thing I can do right now with, with what I have, with where I'm at. And it doesn't have to be something big. Maybe it's getting out of bed mm. and, and celebrate that because yeah. it, it's so small. That's a, that's a win when you're, when you're feeling that way, that's a win. And it's, it's about um, just slowing down intentionally, which is really hard when you're in that space, but slowing down, getting the support and just making sure that you're not trying to do this alone. Yeah. Okay, good. You know, I just, when you were talking, I was like, I felt, I felt that I needed to ask that question for yeah. if anyone's listening, you know, and um, to let them know that they're not alone and, and that mm -hmm. you understand that. And um, so, yeah. Um, how about we jump into, um, you know, stress reduction and um, what are some tips that you would want moms to know, you know, especially as we head into the most busy and stressful season of the year? Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the biggest things that moms specifically tend to do is barrel through things. So heads down and just force, force, force your way through. And that's probably one of the, the worst things that you can do for your stress and for your just your mental well-being. Because what happens is you're actually making the situation worse because physically your brain can't process things. So, um, you know, I like to say that brain fog stops when you do. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things that you have to slow down. And as much as you think that, the, that you're wasting time or you're being mm. ineffective by slowing down, yeah, you're actually can be more productive. So you have to slow down in order to give yourself time to think because if you're constantly just pushing through and trying to get as much done as possible, it's taking you longer to do it than you realize than so, if you were. Yeah. Break. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah. So when you're saying go back uh, a, a minute, um, when you're talking about the brain fog stops when you do. So do you yeah. feel like the brain fog comes because you're just trying to push through? Yep. Yes. Mm. So what happens, and I experienced this for a long time, it was actually hard for me to hold down a job because my brain fog was so bad. Uh, it's actually a bunch of chemicals in your brain that are just over, your brain's overloaded with chemicals. Mm. And what you're doing is you're pushing through, you're actually, your, your body's creating more stress hormones. And physically, your brain is, is creating so many hormones that it just, it, it, it can't process it. Interesting. Because I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of people would feel like they're in a brain fog because they're going so slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, but it, you're it, saying it could be the opposite that's happening. Yeah. 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 So it's happening. Your brain just can't function. There's too much. It's too much for your brain to go on. And you're trying to be everything to everyone and everywhere. And your brain just... Da -da 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 -da. It, what happens is your brain is starting to protect itself. And uh, how does it protect itself? It's kind of like, I gotta wash yeah. shut this down and make it stop. Okay. So let's say, all right. So this episode's, you know, coming out beginning of November, give us three practical steps. If, if someone is just going full speed ahead and, you know, Thanksgiving's around the corner and then Christmas is yeah. coming and blah, 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 blah. And what, what would you tell somebody, um, three things that could really just kind of snap them out of this as, as 
easy as possible, you know, without going into like full on, you know, procedures and all that kind of stuff. Um, three simple steps that they could take to kind of, you know, kind of just help them at that moment. Yeah, I, I will give you three steps, but I will say they're not always simple. So okay. be forgiving of yourself that if, if this is your pattern and this is what you've been doing for a long time, it doesn't just stop overnight. And that's part of what I teach women too, is because for a long time, that was my problem. I would have people tell me, um, well, you're, you're just, um, you want to be sad. <laughs> I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. Mm. But I had been conditioned for so many years. Like this was my pattern. So I would be reactive. I would be upset. I would be anxious. All of these things. It takes time, but it has to start somewhere. So I will give you three steps. These are things that you can start to practice, start to, to integrate them into what you do, and it can help you slow down. And it may feel frustrating at first. You're like, this isn't working. So you just want to give up, but you can't give up. You've got to keep doing it and keep practicing. So um, three relatively simple things that you can do. Number one is name the feeling that you're feeling and be more accepting of it. So for example, example if you're angry, I'm, I'm feeling angry. Mm. So what happens actually when you name that feeling, it actually dissipates. Or the opposite is true when you're happy and if it's a positive feeling. If you name that feeling, it can actually amplify that feeling. That's a really cool thing about it. So if it's if it's a negative feeling that you're feeling, which is probably why you'd be doing this, name it. If you're frustrated, you're resentful, you're whatever it is, and it, be more accepting of it. So instead of fighting it, mm -hmm. I'm angry. Let it go. Yeah. So the other thing is like it's allowing yourself to feel it. Another one is write it down. So this is kind of the same thing as like write it down. I know journaling sometimes has this, it's like feels like a buzzword of journaling, but it, it does something with the mind and body connection of, of being able to write it down. It gets it out. So what happens is you've got all this pent up energy and you feel it. If you're anxious or you're depressed or you have this feeling, you can feel it in your body. Mm. Getting it out, like letting that energy come out is part of, of getting past this stuff. Because what happens is mom, as we talked about, we barrel through it, right? So we've got all this energy and what's it do? It keeps building and building and building and building until you just have a meltdown. So let some of it out. Um, the third one, which has been critical for me, uh, and it's one of the first things I started is count to 10. Um, so I, I used to do this when I was really anxious all the time and, um, I still do it. Like if I get frustrated, stop what you're doing, even if I'm with my daughter, you know, mm. I'll still do this. Like yeah. take a deep breath, <laughs> count to 10 and focus on saying the numbers. Because, you know, one of the cool things um, that I learned not too long ago is that, you know, when you're angry, uh, that feeling only lasts for about 90 seconds. Mm. Anything after that, you're choosing to be angry. Interesting. So that hormone, that feeling inside of you, that angry feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can breathe through and get through that 90 seconds, you It'll can start gone. to escape yeah. from that energy. If you let it go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you let it go. Yeah. Right. If you want to fester on it, then, you know, it could be forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, I mean, I think that's really good. I think that's a very good visual. Like even put a timer on it. You know what I mean? Like yes. pull your pull your phone out and put 90 seconds mm -hmm. and see how you feel. Because sometimes I think when you can actually see the countdown, you're kind of like, okay, I only have 20 more seconds to feel this mad. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but no, I really do think that, right? Like, because I think the problem is, is that we think that we're going to end up crying forever. We're going to mm-hmm. be mad forever and all these things. And so, um, and then I think that then overwhelms your brain, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what you do is you get caught up in this rumination of all of these things. So instead of being in the present moment, you're yeah. in the future. Yeah. And then that's when your brain starts to ruminate. So instead of doing that, yeah. by taking taking a minute to accept those feelings and naming them and count to 10, mm-hmm. you can release some of it instead of starting to project of all of these things that can start to happen. And again, it, it can be difficult in the beginning because you're so used to the pattern mm-hmm. probably of spiraling. Yeah. But you've got to practice kind of like pause. Yeah. I like that. Minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. I like that. Okay. So I want to talk about the ambitious women out there. Okay. So we know who these people are Um, and um, what stresses them out and, and how do you like to help them um, to having better lives? Because, you know, we know those people, they're type A's, you know, they have to have everything under control. (laughs) There's like, ah, you know, which then I think makes everything more challenging for them. And then their, their expectations are so high. So then I think they (laughs) fall so much greater because I don't even know they were like shooting for perfection. And, um, and then, you know, with the holidays, it's like, everything has to be amazing. Um, so let's just speak to those women right now. What is your thoughts with that? And how do you help women that are super ambitious? Yeah, you know, I I love helping ambitious women because it's so much of, um, you know, when I was suffering from depression really heavily, it was one of those things where I was torn. I was so ambitious and so driven, yet I didn't have the tool set to move forward. So it was, I was stuck in all of the stuff. And um, now that I'm kind of on the other side of it, I love helping ambitious moms specifically because mm-hmm. you, I want to help them get out of that perfection and analysis paralysis, which happens so often. And um, I saw a meme not too long ago, and it made me laugh. Uh, it was, um, uh, was it perfection is just insecurity with lipstick? Oh, that's so, funny. Like mm-hmm. not except, yeah. So uh, what it is perfection is is something that we'll, you'll never have. So it's instead of you know focusing on being perfect, let go of a little bit of that and just be accepting of your best. Because if you're a Type A and you're like me and you're, you're like go go go, mm-hmm. you're best is pretty damn good. Yeah. It's it's helping women now realize and and let go of some of that unrealistic expectations because as mothers, we are set up for failure in our society because there's so many expectations of doing everything. And and what I teach on, you don't have to, and you can still be pretty awesome and do some incredible things. And guess what? You're actually going to do more incredible things once you start to release that expectation of yourself and, and stop worrying about your, the expectation of other people on you. Yeah. I like that. Um, that is really helpful. And it's, it's good to know that like you were that too. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and, and here you are on the other side. So that's always nice to see that, um, someone can get on the other side and that someone can relate to that person. Um, I wanted, um, to ask you to, okay, so, just following your dreams and especially as moms, I feel like you have kids and, I don't know, your dreams just fall to the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like, who has time for dreams, especially during COVID? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and so let's talk about that. Like, what is your thoughts on that? And, you know, especially for moms, you know, that feel like they're doing everything and they possibly could be working and homeschooling at the same time because of the pandemic. Um, what is your thoughts on this? Help, help them, um, you know, 
realize that their dreams are important? Like, what would you say to them? What do you want them to know? So I am on a mission to flip this on its head that moms, uh, I think moms need to follow their dreams because it's the best thing you can do for your family. It's the best thing you can do for your kids. So it's one of those things that's not just for you. It's that ripple effect of everything that you do. Because what happens when you put your dreams on hold is you start to pent up and bottle up this, this passion and creative energy. And that, you know, we, we can't live our life in silos. What happens in one area of your life trickles out into the others. So if you're living in, um, you're working in a career that's not fulfilling and you're, you're not passionate about what you do and you feel frustrated, like, that doesn't just stay at your career. It comes into your relationship with your children. It goes into the work that you do. So the reason why I'm so adamant about encouraging women to follow their dreams is because when they do, they can be the best mom possible. They can have wonderful relationships with their with their spouse, with their husband, whoever that is. They just enjoy life more. So it's almost like, why wouldn't you follow your dreams if it's going to create more happiness in your life? Why are you forcing yourself to, to work in a career that is unfulfilling and stressful and takes mm. away from your kids and you're missing milestones with your kids because you're worried that your boss is need you during lunchtime? Like I, I had um, a client call the other day that just broke my heart. She mm. she had a sick kid that she needed to pick up from daycare and she said, my boss made me f- feel guilty about it. Mm. And it breaks wow. my heart because she she's scared to to leave her her secure job even though right. it's not paying her what she knows she deserves mm-hmm. she's dealing with a narcissist boss who yep. is not listening to her boundaries mm-hmm. so it's um you know one of the things that i know is hard is taking that first step the first step to realizing and creating the dream and, and pursuing your dream but i want more women to do that because i think it 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 makes the world a better place it, it helps you be the mom that you want to be. Yeah, I love that. And I, I do mm-hmm. really think that makes a difference. Like if you think about a mom that's always stressed, hates her job, I yeah. mean, how is that really helping anyone? You can yeah. feel that. You can feel that stress. You can feel all of that frustration. Um, so I realize you can't just quit and be like, okay, well, now mm-hmm. I have no money. So <laughs> you have to come up with a plan, um, but that you deserve that yeah. and that it would be good for your family. You know, um, yeah. you know, people do so much better when people are just happier and satisfied with their life and enjoying life and content and stuff like that. So um, I do think that's really important. Um, Christina, we're almost at the end end of the show. And I do want to ask your advice um, on what advice would you give moms that just really struggle with anxiety or depression or both um, during the holidays? Like, as they're going into it, they they can feel that black cloud coming. And yeah. if you could just say something to them um, based on your experience, I know you were saying mm-hmm. that it's okay, that it will be okay. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts on this that would really help them as we kind of, you know, go into this holiday season? Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones, and this was a tough lesson for me because of the perfectionism and, and, and all of these things that uh, I just very, very high expectations. Um, it's about letting go of some of that and realizing that um, being more realistic, what you can accomplish and being more grateful for the things that you you can do and that you can experience. So instead of, you know, if you're not able to go cut down the perfect tree this year and you have to buy one off of the grocery store lot, mm-hmm. instead of being riddled with guilt, think, okay, I'm grateful we have a beautiful 
tree in our house this year. So it's, it's about shifting and reframing some of those, mm-hmm. those things that usually would cause you stress and just learning to let some of that go without the judgment and the guilt. Yeah, I think that is good. And and really deciding yeah. like what's really important and what are the yeah. things that you can let go and not do at the level that you're used to. Yeah, Because I think mm-hmm. that would give you so much peace. I think it would release so much um, <laughs> tension, you know, um, just picking what is the top three. I remember when I was getting married and I got married young and um, our budget wasn't a lot. And I knew that my dress and my photos were the most important. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care about a cake, you know, where some people want like a five foot cake and it has to have Mm -hmm. so many tears. Um, Yeah, I would have loved that. Right. If if I had all the money. But I think it really comes down to like picking your top priorities. And then that way you can feel good. You're like, that is what's really important to me. The rest, you know, maybe they won't be at the level that you would prefer. But I think that kind of takes a lot of stress off. So I think that's really good advice. Um, Share with us what the name of your group is on Facebook. So, um, my Facebook group is ambitious balanced moms. Mm, Okay. So if you search for that, you should find us. Um, and in the group we shared kind of a lot of what we've been talking about here is to follow your dreams. I talk about the pillars of creating change long-term, you know, so often one of the things that I realize is that women, you try a new diet or you try, you know, Mm -hmm. something new and then it doesn't stick. Yeah. And that's one of the big things that we talk about is how do you get these changes to stick? Like I've said before, you know, you've mm-hmm. got so many patterns that you're used to. Yeah. How do you create new healthy habits long-term to reduce your stress, to follow your dreams, to do, take that next step? And, you know, one of the things that you mentioned too was you can't just quit it all and, yeah. you know, <laughs> right now. That's part of what this group is about. It's about helping you figure out that plan to get to where you want to be. Mm. Yeah. And figuring out those next steps, like, okay, I'm, I feel stuck right now, but I know I want something different. Yeah. I know that because usually if you're, t- you're, you're one of these ambitious moms, like probably like a lot like us is, mm-hmm. you know, you want more, you may not know what you want, but mm-hmm. you're driven for more. You're driven yeah. for something, some impact, some purpose, some creativity. So you're probably feeling a little stuck right now, like spinning your wheels. Yeah. That's yeah. what this group helps with. Yeah, that is great. Um, Christina, I could keep talking to you. Obviously, this is our third podcast episode. (laughs) Um, So um, I thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this. I know this is going to help a lot of moms during the holiday season. Yeah, I, I, and I'm glad, I'm glad to be able to do that. Like, but that's why I started doing this because I just wanted to help other people. So if this helps someone to feel like they can get through the holidays um, a little easier, then that means I have served my purpose and I feel really good about that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Amber. I really appreciate it. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.